Recording. All right. Welcome back, everybody. It is March 3rd. Wow. We haven't had a show since February 11th, I believe. We've been hanging out and You've been working on, and whatever. But me to we're back, back in uh, Studio C here tonight in Peace Grenades World Headquarters in Roseville, Minnesota. It's Kevin Broughton and Levi Novacek. And we didn't break up. Episode 15 got a little, little coarse. We got a little fucking... We got a little revved up for a minute, but, you know, we're back. I, I, I do have a broken nose, but it's not from Levi. I swear to you. <laughs> I, uh, if people, you got to meet Kevin Broughton because I don't think you could, if you were to get mad at him, I don't think you could stay mad at him. I don't think uh, that's even a thing. I try. So. I try. No, there's people that are mad at me. I, I know a dude that's mad at me for something I said about his dad in, like, seventh grade. It's like, dude, <laughs> is it time to get over it yet or no? No? Okay, <laughs> whatever. I'll be here whenever you do. <laughs> Fucking A. <laughs> you no, know? seventh grade. I don't even know how long that was. that 20 years ago? I don't even know what I said. Do you really think he's still mad at you? Oh, fuck yeah. When I see him, he's like, we'll hang out in a frat, like, our kind of overlapping friend group and then literally just walk right past each other like give him a head nod and nothing back like hmm. all right well whatever i guess we're friends with all the same people but fuck you too <laughs> um no, you try so so you guys have been since i've been gone or you know kind of since i've this. been gone what's that, that ever living so maybe Ever living? No. I don't know. <laughs> I better not try singing that shit. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> um, I hear that um, you guys have been busting up uh, some pretty good old-timers hockey over there. And yeah, absolutely. We recently had an injury. I took a puck right in the bridge of my nose. It crunched it a little bit, but it was off my own stick. So I got nobody to blame but myself, but fuck did it hit me solid. Dropped me. I'd say a concussion. My ears hurt for a night, and I don't know what makes your eardrums I could just, hurt. But. I could just picture you out there skating. No, hey guys, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. You got blood coming out of your ears? <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> <laughs> like no, no, I'm hey, fine, Brad, guys. Dude, I'm fine. You're bleeding. No, I got toilet paper in my nose. No, you're bleeding out your ear, dude. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you're bleeding out your other ear, too. Come back out with toilet paper hanging out of your ears. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. I went down and stuffed some in my nose and bled for a minute and came back a little confused, but I finished the night. Hells, yeah. So I, I That's to be expected. You shouldn't, uh, yeah, I don't know. At least I, at least I didn't knock my teeth out. I don't wear a mouth guard, so that would have been worse. Would it have? Yeah, I can deal with a tiny butt crook on one side of my nose you know like, okay so i'll live speaking of hockey i i so today we um so the the shop house is finished except for some appliances right except for your rink isn't done yet oh <laughs> no some appliances so okay so what we did though is we had a 53 foot van trailer mm-hmm Okay, yep. pump full of our shit from my other house it's a van trailer well like a big 53 foot cargo trailer like a semi. Semi-trailer. So why do you call it a van trailer? I don't know. They call it a dry van. That's oh. what they call them. Anyways, so that thing's been sitting in that over in that building, you know, where we built our house. Yeah. You've probably been by there a few times. Anyway, yeah. so my wife had this great idea. She, we called the uh, we called the Rosal hockey team in. Oh, nice. And I've, so tonight, when, after you had texted me, I had, we had just, I had just unhooked from that van trailer. But, dude, we, that thing was full to the brim. End to end, and we just backed it right into the shop. Mm -hmm. and not into it, but like backed it up to the yep, shop and the unloaded. Door. And that whole shop is plump full of my other house right now. So, you mean the hockey team helped unload yeah, it? Yeah, dude. There was like honestly, should have told them where to put it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that goes there. That goes there. Well, the thing of it is, is it looks to me like. Um, it looks to me like there's going to need to be some kind of rummage sale or. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, my. You know, I used to throw whatever, old T-shirts and stuff away and this and that. And my wife, I don't know, she sells her stuff and secondhand style. You can drop it off the secondhand store here and they'll actually, or consignment store, right? 
damn, she got a check for 350 bucks yesterday. Really? And I was like, what's that from? She goes, oh, my, the junk I dropped off at the secondhand store. I was like, three, fuck, man. Yeah, so. Not I, bad. I looked at something like Gus was there, you know, and he was like, I said, yeah, I'll probably just chuck this in the dumpster. He goes, Facebook selling swap, man. Yeah, there you and go. And I was All like, of it. really? And he goes, yeah, dude, it's like, it's the ticket, man. Because like. People will. Yeah, people sell everything on that shit. It's kind of mind-blowing. I'm not on Facebook anymore, but I used to laugh because people would, like, put their blue jeans on there for five bucks. And I'm like, dude, it's going to cost you more than five bucks to drive out and pick I, them up. But <laughs> I know the resources used. Uh, used, I mean, everything. So sometimes there must be something good on there, but it's like. Dude, you can find anything on Facebook. You can find anything on Facebook selling swap, dude. Like, you could find ratty old T-shirts, or you could find, I mean. Just careful of them classifieds, you know, Facebook classifieds. Like the girl. <laughs> yeah, isn't that like. Woman for man, or man for woman, yeah. or man for man, or, or whatever. Man for anything, or woman for all of it, or it's actually guy a, with donkey, or you know, who knows. But It's actually <laughs> a pretty, it's actually, yeah. So I, I went on Facebook selling swap looking for a few things for the farm. Um, you know, just out of curiosity to see what was out there. And, um, it's surprising. It's almost like the new Craigslist, to be honest with you. It, it kind of seems like Oh, it. that's what I'm talking about. Craigslist classifieds, yeah. not Facebook. Oh, yeah. Cra- Dude, go into... Facebook if you doesn't ever, have classifieds, does it? That's what I'm thinking of from... Like, well, right. But if you and I... if you, I know you're never bored, and I haven't been... I've been busier than heck lately, but... Um, I, I used to... When I get bored, when I was working on the road a lot at night... I would go in and I'd, I, if I was really bored, I'd go on Craigslist, right? First, I'd look for shit that I wanted to buy, <laughs> and I couldn't find nothing in like Fargo or yeah. like the cities or something, right? I'd be like looking for a tractor, a four wheeler, or something stupid, yeah. you know? See if because sometimes you can find a good deal, right? And then I'd be like, oh, what's this? Uh, you know, they they have like these message boards on Craigslist. It's really and it gets into some really crazy shit. It was the like, type of social media. Yeah, you Craigslist kind was big. of because people have like these message boards and they're arguing back and forth about politics, and it's like who the fuck goes on Craigslist? I don't even know. Is it Craigslist still even a thing? Yes, dude. Oh, really? Yeah, we could go on. We could. Yeah, we could go on Craigslist and hit up some classifieds tonight. Well, it, I, we don't. I don't even want to go on there because we could get into a whole new section of uh, that shit's so gross. We could dude. Do, I did that in college and looked through some of those. <sighs> we would look through them and laugh and be like, "Oh my god, call her up, call yeah, her yeah. up." And then there used to you be know, this. And no then, way. And then there used to be this back page. Remember back page? Do you ever hear about no, it? No, no, I don't. Back so page. you never heard about back page? No. So these guys, okay, I'm gonna. I got a funny, stupid story for you. But I used to work with some guys on the road. We were working over in Grand Forks, and this is back when I was drinking. And you know these guys. They're yep. from they're from town here. And they skate oldies with me, probably. I'm sure. And um, what happened was I was the boss. I was like the foreman. Yeah. And I had probably 20 guys working for me at the time. And I wasn't like drinking like a wild man, but I was still boozing it up pretty good. And anyways, they, those dipshits, um, we went out drinking or something or whatever. And luckily, I was kind of lone wolfing it that night. And I think I went out to eat or something by myself. <laughs> yeah. And they thought it'd be funny that they called a back page girl, <laughs> right? And they like Center. had her come to the hotel. Well, luckily I just, I didn't even know about it till the next day. They're like, dude, we, we had a back page chick over there, like knocking on your door and shit, but you weren't there. I'm like, why would you do that, dude? I mean, why would you do that? How is that even funny? <laughs> it's funny now. <laughs> You know what? Like, <laughs> if you open the door and she just pushes it and goes, Levi, yeah, it's already paid for. Yeah, and who knows yeah. what it was. Yeah. You know. What adjective? Well, kind of or whatever. No, I'm not being, you know, whatever. <laughs> but I, I'm just saying, like, that's that's not even. That ain't cool. <laughs> I, it's funny, I guess. It is pretty funny. Though. It would be. It, here's what's uh, funny. It would be pretty weird that night. Yeah. Fuck, I'll tell you what's funny. you, boys. I'll tell you what's funny about it is that they're willing to push it that far for a prank. That's what's funny about it. That's about, yeah, that's getting up to the top of prank level there. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what you do well, I beyond think, that. I think Except they were, maybe, like, call her to come to your house when your right. wife's there or something and be like, <laughs> uh, Levi, is Levi here? Yeah. That, oh, you motherfucker. Jimmy, you 
call him up, yeah, call your you old buddy and be like, you son of a bitch. Yeah, so, and I think they were like, they were standing out. In the he hallway, owes like, me money from last weekend or something. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. So, you so dicks they, just got me divorced. So they were, I think they were like hiding around the corner with cameras and shit to like get my reaction and stuff. And they were, whatever, you know, I mean, it was like kind of like a hidden camera prank, but. I don't know. I, I don't even like that story because You don't like, even know if it's actually real, though, right? Well, they said they did. Yeah. And we were all drinking back then quite a bit, and some of that stuff's kind of hazy, like in the Seems evenings. Seems like it's uh, plausible. Like, they could have. Well, yeah. We had, some pretty, we had some pretty fun times. I mean, whatever. They were. It was a good time with those guys back then, but, you know, anyways. So, yeah, we. and speaking of uh, work, pipeline work, we've been... We just, uh, that's kind of why we, I've been kind of checked out here for... We weren't speaking of pipeline work, but let's hear about it. Where the hell you been? Well, we were working over by uh, Wadena. That's central Minnesota, north central Minnesota. Um, Aren't you in Wisconsin for a little while? I went over there just to go look at something. Actually, I, that's, I'm glad you brought that up. Dude, Wisconsin? Yeah, what about it? Pretty sweet place. <laughs> Pretty sweet place. Honestly, it was like 50 degrees. There was nice coniferous trees all over the place. <laughs> Nice coniferous <laughs> trees. Um, I like I mean, California uh, better. <laughs> got no, better I'm serious, trees. dude. Uh, yeah, redwoods. It's and it's funny. You know, I was walking with one of my- Cannabis instead of uh, pine trees and hemp. I was out walking with one of my counterparts at work. It was one of our client, my client counterparts or whatever you want to call it. And we were just out kind of on this. We were looking at a, a site and and uh, I looked around and I go, pretty sweet out here because they got those, what are they, white pines? Mm-hmm, they got white probably. pine over there, right? So anyway, I'm like, it's pretty sweet over here, you know. I was like dragging this bag of shit with me, you know. Like, I go, because I do, I, I do a lot of, I watch a lot of YouTube videos and read a lot about glaciers because <laughs> I'm really interested in glaciers, you know. I want to <laughs> know why the, the ground looks like it does, right? I said I can really tell this is the driftless zone. I told him that, and, and without he even was thinking like, about it, and he's like, I'm sure he's like, yeah, whatever, dude. <laughs> what's the driftless zone? It's where there was, um, it's where there was, it's in the most recent glacial period. It's where there was no glacier. It didn't go. It didn't go down that far. Oh, so the, the, the trees edge are, of it. You're out of the edge of the, where the glacier. Yeah. So the was. further north and the further west you go in the Midwest, the more younger our trees are, the more I would say brush we have. You get down there and the trees are older, bigger. Do you it's think more, that they're at, they aren't actually from that time period? I would. Well, maybe they are, but Minnesota. I, it's, has all been I, logged and whatever. So well, no. So I'm literally clear cut and regrown. So well, you're right. I don't partially. think there's any. Maybe there's like fifty or a couple hundred acres that weren't logged in Minnesota. Well, you know, I, Itasca State Park, which is in north central Minnesota, has a couple huge white pines. I guess maybe um, I'm just looking at possibly a different generation of timber. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. maybe a. You just want to. You were just. Hiking and dreaming and sounding educated. You wanted to dream and dragging my bag of shit. Dragging your bag. This must be the driftless zone. And you're just (laughs) waiting for him to go, Oh, what's the driftless zone? Well, let me tell you about the glaciers. (laughs) Back in, uh, I don't know. It's like a thousand years ago. 1200 BC. (laughs) A thousand years ago. It must have been much like. The the most. 100,000 years ago. The most recent, recent glacial period is. Was like a thousand to fifteen hundred years ago in this area right here. That was the most recent. Damn. So that's not that long ago. So, um, and then you had the, the glacial period, and then you had Lake Agassiz, which lasted five hundred years. Hmm. Um. So. Damn. The, you know they used to find when I, when uh, the settlers came. Um, I hear stories from my grandma and stuff, and I think I've talked about this before on here. Is, you know, they used to find fish bones and stuff. Oh yeah. Buried in the dirt. Um, toward just west of here. Oh yeah, and yeah. My buddy uh, built a house right on the edge of the sand ridge. It used to be the shore, and oh, you, you know, yeah, we said that. Yeah, he was when he cleared for his house pad. I mean, it was all seashells. It was kind of crazy. It just crushed. I up think that's seashells. cool. That is so interesting. Um, so, anyways, uh, yeah. So I was over there in Wisconsin. I I I like Wisconsin, uh, especially. I I was by Eau Claire. Um, I I was by Eau Claire, and then I went through Chippewa Falls, which is. Pretty much Eau Claire, right? I don't know. I don't know. Chippewa Falls, I know, has Leinenkugel and yeah. uh, Leinenkugel beer. And Eau Claire is kind of one of the more progressive uh, college towns in the area, I think. Uh, Eau Claire is? Yeah, they have lots of concerts. They've got a couple, like the Blue Ox Music Festival, I think, is in Eau Claire. Um, it's like a 
like a uh, folk music festival and so i um, i've worked in wisconsin too quite a bit you know yeah and I, I worked in northern wisconsin a lot um and it, it is a i like wisconsin i think it's kind of the forgotten state honestly they, they probably like it that way wisconsin I, and michigan and yeah because well wisconsin doesn't have any professional teams well they get milwaukee brewers yeah the packers well i guess packers uh, the brewers i guess i'm more regarding hockey uh milwaukee bucks i don't know what that is it's a basketball team oh <laughs> they just don't have an the only NHL. basketball they don't teams, have an nhl team <laughs> the only basketball teams i know <laughs> they've got professional teams i like the, the, the detroit pistons <laughs> and the minnesota timberwolves the pistons and the timberwolves that's all you know for basketball Isn't there a basketball team called, called the 96ers 76ers <laughs> wow <laughs> the 96ers 69ers. I'm going to fucking pass out. That was 49ers. such a fucking bo- That was wow. such a whole uh, question, dude. Are you Polish? <laughs> I well, am. You're, my wife is, too. I can Now I can kind of tell yeah, we you got a basketball similar, team you know? called the 69ers. Yeah, you're the 96ers. <laughs> I forget. I think they're from, like, that town where Rocky used to box. Philly, you know? Philly, yeah. No, yeah, Rocky was the best ta- boxer you know that, that ever Ro- came out of Philly. You know that town where Rocky used to box? You know, St. Paul. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny too. Like Rocky, I think there was actually a statue of Rocky in Philadelphia. I think they took it down at some point. But have like, you ever been to Philly? No, I haven't. Not not that I can say. I'm I'm sure I was. Uh, oh I yeah. Lived out east as a child, I might have been to Philadelphia. But what city did you live in when you were in Ridgewood, New Jersey? Okay. I think it's kind of classy, New Jersey. People say dirty Jersey, but that was I don't know. I was tiny. I think we moved when I was like three or four. To Rosa? Minneap- to Minneapolis. Okay. Bloomington, Minnesota, suburb of Minneapolis. But How old were you when you moved there then? Yeah, like three or four. Lived there. No, no, no. And then when you moved out of there, how old were you? Out of where? Out of Bloomington. Oh, I came up here uh, right at the end of first grade. Okay. So Rosa, Rosa uh, this northern Minnesota is where my family's from originally, but yeah, we hopped around a little bit. Uh. But then settled back here. I got grandparents up here. Me and my wife have seven or six of our uh, eight grandparents still alive up here. So that's pretty neat. But yeah, I've been here most of my life. Did a little stint in Minneapolis, six, seven years after college. Tour of duty. Yeah. I mean, a tour of duty in Minneapolis was acting a fool. And yeah, finally said, best get back up north and settle down. How many years ago did you come back up here? Oh, man. Probably nine. It's been that long now? Yeah, I think I was 25, so I'm 34 now. It's been quite a while. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, man. Long time. I mean, shit, Noah's in and out of jail, and he was in for seven and a half years. You know, that's kind of crazy. Does he listen to the podcast? I hope Noah listens to the podcast. Shout out, Noah. Love you, buddy. Yeah, hope you're doing good. Um, Yeah, he's doing good, man. He gets off his... uh, He's going to come up here at the end of the month, and we're going to hang out a little bit. I'll have you out to the house for a shindig. We're going to grill some food. Oh, you are? Yeah. You should bring some of that, uh, yeah. what was it, the Taiwanese? No. No, the uh, Taiwanese, Vietnamese, oh God, dude, that like wild-caught a- ahi. Yeah, You're dude. talking about the tuna steaks we were just eating. You should bring some of that stuff out, I got man. some. Yeah, tuna steaks are bomb. I'm a fan now. I got high cholesterol, so I got to get on the fish instead of Is the red meat. Is that why you have it? Yeah, I don't know. I have it because I'm overweight and smoke cigarettes and eat tons of steak. You look like you've lost weight, to be honest with you. Oh. I haven't seen you in about, I don't know, three weeks. I can't say. I haven't weighed myself in about three years. That hockey so. must be working for you. Yeah, that hockey. So, yeah. No, oh, so, oh, so, I was going to tell you. Lots of ounce of blood. So, you know? so I was going to tell you. I was going to tell you. So anyway, I had the ho- we had the Rosa hockey team over there unloading that semi trailer, and we like did it a, like like fif- a peewee hockey team or oh, something. Hell no, it was a high school hockey team. Oh no doubt, dude, Hard- they did it in fifteen minutes. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, back to that. So, anyway, the, I've I've that small town. Yes. Right there. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, anyways, one of the kids found my hockey bag, you know, and I was like, "There we go." About time. You know. You know. Is it in your truck right now? No, it's not, dude. It should be. I know. I got I got business to tend to at home. Wink, wink. Yeah, for sure. So I, I, I've been super busy. I want to start playing again, but I don't know, man. So with the, when you're building a place and you're moving, and I'm trying to help my brother right now finish Priorities. It. You're trying, trying to say you got to, priorities? I know. I'm trying to help my brother out because he's, you know, he's got, 
he, he got divorced what two years ago. So and when he has his kids, you know, it's just him. Yeah. So it's tough to him and three kids. Yeah. So I, I feel inclined to help him. And how, I, what, how old's his oldest kid? I think she's twelve or thirteen. So just about to the age where you can put her in charge and yeah. leave. But but also he, he I, you know, and he might get mad at me for talking about it on the air. Whatever. I don't. What doesn't matter. I guess he probably won't. But. He said, you know, I said, well, she's old enough. I, I tell my brother, you know, she's yeah. old enough, you know, to, you know, take care of whatever, take care of business when you're gone or whatever. And yeah. he said, Levi, here's the thing. I want to see my kids. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I mean, I want to be, you want to be with your kids. Yeah, right? he goes, I want to see my I kids. I want to be like, all right, you're old enough. I'll be at work for eight hours. See ya. Yeah, or whatever, you know. So, yeah, that's good. That's a good thing, you know. So, anyways. Yeah, uh, same with me tonight, man. I had to run home quick. I had like 45 minutes to play with my little dude i put together a little walker for him so he can push himself around our living room now and just like all right love you buddy i'll see you middle of the night to change your diaper do you change him in the middle of the night oh yeah we both uh me and my wife both lay there generally for a little bit she's she usually gives in first but i know that if she was up every or the night before and the night before that i better take a shift you know (laughs) because i do try to lay there for a little while and I know she's awake too, but Man, if she I, doesn't move, then I'll just, all right, I got him. I remember and we tag team a lot too. She goes and changes a diaper. I make a bottle and hand it off and back to bed. I, I remember my when Reese was little, little baby or whatever, and, you know, I've been through quite a bit of crap in you know, the Marine Corps, you know, scout sniper school, and the, the recon thing was really, uh, that was a, they really um, pushed not sleeping you know so we'd be up for like 72 hours at a crack oh you had to learn how to deal yeah and so with those situations there was times when i would uh with reese i would go i would be thinking to myself well this is just about as hard as the marine corps you know i mean because sometimes if the baby's not feeling well or or whatever you're not sleeping nobody's sleeping and you know so there was times when I was challenged mentally, you know. I mean, like not, you were in the Marine Corps. Wow, mentally challenged, yeah. Well, yeah. literally. No, well, yeah. So it was. I would say having a child and and actually parenting is is a challenge, you know. And you and I were just discussing that earlier here. I don't but think that anybody expects that being a parent isn't going to be a challenge, you know. Yeah, and and the thing with parenting, I've you know, I think a person needs to go into it thinking that you don't really, I think one thing that people try to focus maybe too much on is they're they're wanting an end product. Like I want a good kid that's going to be a productive adult when actually I think enjoy the, I was going to say embrace or yeah, what do they call like it? anything live in the moment, live in the moment and, and embrace and enjoy it. it. That's what I, I mean, I hold when they're my little, little son, he's seven months old. I'm like, damn, this is awesome right now. I'm going to want to spank you one day. I'm just going to enjoy this while. Exactly. While you can't even talk back to yeah. me, you know. I guess you could call it wishing time away. So yeah, know? it's uh, that's like a, you know, cliche throughout the ages, right? It's not, it's not the, uh, God, it's not the end goal. It's the journey. Yeah, it's not the end whatever. result. It's the journey there. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I need to live by my own words too i i get too focused and wrapped around the axle on you know finances and stuff you know as of late and you know and and one day hopefully i can look back on this and appreciate what i did but at the same time know that i took the time to kind of maybe enjoy the ride a little bit too you know even even in the tough times i don't know you can't worry about everything all the time and when you do worry about something it makes the good times better so i mean you can't yin yang baby you know you gotta have shitty to have good you can't uh you got to get up to get down <laughs> isn't that a song dude? <laughs> yeah isn't that rap it's song from the 90s gotta get up to get down is song it crisscross like gonna make you want to jump 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 is it is that I think no it is it's not that's not the same song but <laughs> crisscross makes you want to you jump, know what's jump. fucked up is if you listen to i those... barely know that i would listen to oh, 90s on man. nine they would wear their shit backwards they'd wear their pants backwards and their shirts and everything yeah like all white clothes and like and you, if you look at that shit now man <laughs> it literally it looks like an episode of fucking saturday night live oh yeah i was watching what's uh when I just ran home now, my wife had on uh, 10 Things I Hate About You. 
Have you seen that movie? It's from the early 90s. Heath Ledger. And I know Julia I've seen Styles, it. Julia Stiles, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It's just about high school drama and whatever. But anyway, at the end of it, it showed them at prom or something. And they had, I, I don't know who the singer is in it. it. Like, she sings Cruel to be Kind. It was their most famous song. But um, anyway, they're on stage. And I, I just looked at my wife. I go, look at the backup dancers for this. And it's like three guys standing next to the singer with their hands on their hips, just kind of like <laughs> making their hips vulvating? go in a circle. And then they put one hand up on their ear and like kind of by their head. And then they just switch. And I'm like, those aren't even dance moves. <laughs> just like pretending they have a hula hoop on or something. I know. I, yeah. You look at some of <laughs> oh, that. It's pretty funny. I, I mean, at the time, probably we probably didn't even notice shit like that. Though. Oh no. Oh. People don't change. The styles change. Uh, I mean, Literally, I don't know that, I mean, cultures have changed a little bit, but pretty similar for the last 2,000 years. We've just changed clothes and styles and clothes and styles. And It's crazy how, you know, we've probably never really talked about this. You know, maybe we have, but it's crazy how style repeats, like how, how it's repetitious, right? Well, I'll tell you, my, yeah, my wife just bought these, we just redid our bedroom and she bought a couple nightstands and I. And she, oh, she bought them to match our TV stand, which she got last year. And I'm like, that thing looks like it's from 1950. My grandparents had that in their house, for real, like that same one. And she's like, it's back in style. I'm like, it's not. You might, <laughs> you might think it's it not, is. I can't stand it's the way it looks. Not. But yeah. <laughs> and so, at whatever. I'm used to it now. I don't care. But she got nightstands to match now for our bedroom. And my parents came up last weekend and and stayed with us and got to visit their grandson a little bit and uh we're sitting on the couch and said something about it and my mom was like oh i thought you got that at a secondhand store probably that tv stand or whatever she goes that's just like we had in my house growing up i'm like Paige, i told you she's like yeah but it's back in style i said no it's not still not in my mind but whatever yeah but it, it's a fucking it holds the tv up that's what it's supposed to do so now they'll Job now you know done. what they'll do What's, well, I don't hey, know what the next the next step in like style back repeating to disco? itself. No, remember the big TVs that had the fucking pretty much a it's like a big bookcase it looked like the TV was like yeah the first big screens yes dude they yeah. were like surrounded beautiful wood trim and fucking <laughs> you know, yeah, kind like, of, I, I went with my on Craigslist in college I went with my one buddy. And yeah, he bought a TV for for our house, and we thought it was awesome. I mean, that's 2006, I suppose, or 2007, and that was before. I mean, right as flat screens were kind of coming out, and you could still buy those big, huge. We, I mean, we had to take a pickup down and have like three people loaded in the three box, quarter of this, ton. Yeah, box of this pickup straps, and then go down, you know, the interstate in Minneapolis with this huge TV in the box and. We got it in the house. That thing was boss, man. It was like four feet wide. Yeah, I, I remember like TV was like a, like now if you want a TV, unless it's a huge thing, you know, now like back then you would go down to like the TV shop and like buy a TV and then the guy would like. Appliance store Yeah, the or guy something. would like set up a time to come in and install <laughs> it and shit. Now people just like buy 72 inch TVs off the shelf. Yeah. Throw it in the on a cart and haul it into their car and absolutely go in and three of them it. at costco yeah but back on sale back then it was like a family shopping like a saturday like get in the car kids we're gonna go look at the tv you know <laughs> gonna go look at some new color tvs you're a little color older TVs, than me yeah <laughs> you're a little older color than tvs <laughs> no. yeah i had a black and white tv in my bedroom at my dad's when i was a kid yeah really well i thought it was cooler than shit that i could lay in bed and watch we got like two channels, you know, yep. I had rabbit ears. Yeah. So I'd lay up there and watch TV, and I didn't. Didn't care. Didn't know any better. Well, I just thought it was cool. Hell yeah. I had a little, like, four-inch screen. I mean, so <laughs> in the locker room the other night uh, when we got done, uh, one of our buddies threw up the wild game, Minnesota wild game, on his phone, and he could turn it up. and You can hear it and kind of see it. Just set it up on the one shelf, mm -hmm. and, and somebody said something, you know about it suck you know i wish it was bigger and i'm like dude this is so clear you can hear it fine i mean we we're sitting 12 feet away from it but if we were sitting like me and you are four feet apart and you're watching your phone 
That is so much better than the shit I grew up with. I had this little, <laughs> yeah, same thing. Get the bunny ears, and it was like a four-inch screen on a about a thing the size of a shoebox, you know. Well, and I yeah. could get like four channels. I remember when I was a kid, I would make a, a blanket fort in my parents' den or whatever, and I'd get my TV in there, and I could get it just right, and I could get Baywatch. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> could man. get Baywatch as like uh, was it I black and white? No, no, that thing. Well, half the time it was, but it was supposed to be color. My grandpa had one of those TVs too, like you're talking. It's like the size of a boombox. Yeah, it's like yeah. a little boombox. It just on one end, like a four inch, four by three by four screen or some three inch by four inch screen. Well, yeah, whatever. It's, it's kind of nostalgic if you think about it. You know, like. Uh, I don't know if you remember uh, Brett at the rink. Yeah, yeah, Brett, yeah. He always had the twins going on his radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brett you know? was like, ra- uh, so for those of you out there, Brett was our local radio. Nice guy. Just always at the rink, watching hockey games. And listening to the twins Lis- at the same time. Listening to the twins and updating everybody that came in on what the score was. and <laughs> Occasionally yelling at his radio. <laughs> oh, for sure yelling at the radio, getting pissed at the twins. Everybody does. They never fucking pull it out so that's to be expected <laughs> that's to be expected yeah brett man he ain't around the rink anymore but yeah he i think he went to bemidji but anyways yeah so um so anyway yeah it, it, there's, there's there's something nostalgic about even this D D, not D D, dungeons and dragons wow. pinball machine you got here i, I kind of like i'm kind of getting a taste for a little bit of nostalgia you know i'm not a geek like that but i've never played dungeons and dragons but i wanted a pinball machine it's from 1985 or something so what the heck man yeah you know pretty neat so it's kind of i i i do catch myself looking at something that's kind of cool you know it's like you know something from back in the day or that's what that's the whole reason why uh antiques roadshow and what's the other one on history channel the american pickers you know that's big yeah that's big even i watch antiques roadshow that's I, shit my grandma like I know. I probably to, sits and watches and I, I was working out in michigan a few years ago and i really got into antiques roadshow <laughs> i don't know why dude i would sit there and watch it on like a sunday afternoon <laughs> for like four hours well they'd like tell they you, just got three thousand for that vase i'm going yeah. to the pawn shop well, the, th- the funny the funny thing is where i was working out in michigan it's kind of a it'd be like the saint cloud area you know howell michigan it's about the size of uh, anyway, not a huge city. Just yeah. So, but they had kind of a good rural area, so it was kind of farm country and stuff. But, I mean, it was like a pick, antique picker's paradise. There was these huge, um, I don't know, like a group would get together, a group of fifteen people, right? And they'd rent the whole building, mm-hmm. and then they'd each. It was like a little mall of antiques, hmm. and like you could walk around in there, and each each person would have like a little room set up with a with a certain. I don't know what you call it, like theme kind theme. of theme. Yeah, exactly. Whatever they sell. So maybe this guy was in the military, and this gal was into you know dishes and chinaware, and then there would be another room, and there'd be like fifty of these rooms. It was cooler than hell. You could buy anything in yeah, there. What are those things? Oh man, flea market. Flea market. Yeah, similar. It's like yeah. a flea market or something. But you know, everything's been really picked through, so you got to have a careful eye to like see what you to find what you're looking for. Like I was in, I've been into belt buckles. I think the better thing you could do is go to like. Uh, if you're trying to make money, go to like some estate sales in a rich neighborhoods, you know, and they grandma dies and doesn't have a kid or whatever, doesn't want to leave anything to her spoiled kids. Well, yeah. <laughs> they just have an estate sale or maybe her kids have an estate sale anyway and they don't know that that painting's worth $17,000. They sell it to you for like 25 bucks. Well, you know. One other thing that's fun too is if you go to those or if you if you're in like an antique shop or whatever, or like a secondhand store even, or what, you know, something. Sometimes it's fun to just look at the stuff and then maybe like, maybe there's a story behind it that the shopkeeper know or the yeah. owner or something, you know, like, or those little strip mall things I was talking about. like The good you know, owners yeah, got like, like a whole pocket full of bullshit stories for yeah, when dude. somebody asks and they're like, all right, I'll tell them this one. I think that's the probably the kind of the fun in it. Yeah. You know, is the, is the social aspect I've got a, of it. I, my grandpa, I've got a grandpa that makes, you know, crafts. He's, I, I think he's an artist. He call, he thinks he's like a redneck lumberjack type. But Wood, I'm like, grandpa, worker. dude, you like make cool crafts, antler chandeliers, and you know, birdhouses and martin houses and whatever, all sorts of little stuff, Adirondack chairs. And I had a couple things that he made and hanging here in my shop last year, a couple of Minnesota um, 
you know, they're old boards in the shape of Minnesota mm-hmm. that he's cut out. But as cus- customers would come in and look at them, and I'm like, ah, I wish my grandpa was here because he would tell you what house he took those boards out of. Like, it would be some old farmhouse in the country that is gone now, and he could tell you who lived there and whatever and where it was. And I'm like, Grandpa, you got to be here to sell these things, man, because I can't, I, I just can't tell the story like you do, you know? Old man Phil freaking whoever Johnson, or no, that's actually, yeah, whoever, whoever out there, you know? Used to live there until 78, and then, uh, so he and would it get was a, abandoned, and I went and ripped the ceiling out of it. Now the house is gone. He would get he so he will pretty much take any wood. I mean that was so he he made these uh, Minnesota boards out of uh, old Wayne's coating is like thin strips of wood that apparently most people um, used to put as their ceilings. Now you can buy a big four by eight panels that oh I know look like Wayne's coating. They've got like pinstripes in them almost about two or three inches apart. And then they got a line down it and a line down it. I just put them in my closet. But, yeah, you don't have to do the actual boards, the, the quality stuff anymore. You can buy, yeah, big panels of eighth-inch thick and staple them to your wall. But, yeah, apparently back in the day they used that. And so it's kind of neat because, you know, that shit's disappearing. and There's probably asbestos in it. Guaranteed. Lead paint for sure. Like six coats of lead paint on it all flaking off <laughs> that's what makes it look good you know, don't let your kids eat the lead but that's also funny too you know like listen to my wife got kind of in a big dizzy the other day because there's a formula recall for all oh. baby formula you know too much metals in the f- certain brands of infant formula and different kids snacks and whatever and so my wife called like crying, thinking that it's over. She gave, it's over. Yeah, that she's like fed our kid metal, <laughs> you know, for seven months, and it turns out our formula was okay. It was something else from the other brand that was bad, or from the same brand, but not the formula we we're using. Anyway, the point of my story is, is it's kind of funny because, uh, you know, I, under- I understand it now that. Uh, like a woman's breast milk is the golden ticket formula is just fine a lot of women can't breastfeed uh we did a combination whatever but back in the day like my grandma so i was was telling her that my grandma was out last weekend and i was kind of talking crap about formula and all of a sudden i watched her get revved up and i was like what what's up you know and she's like well we you know we didn't we didn't know any better. I fed my kids formula their whole life, and they turned out fine, you know. And I'm just like, whoa, you know, sorry, I didn't. I'm just saying, formula's not, you know, you don't know what's in it. And, Isn't it common knowledge though but, that that breast milk is? No, is I mean desired? apparently not. Not maybe when my parents were born, because I think both my parents were raised on formula right off the bat because they were just pushing it. I think it was a new thing then. And it was like the classy thing to do, like replacer. Almost, yeah, you know. Yeah, you don't have to breastfeed. You just feed your well, kid this, and it's better. Yeah. And and you don't and have you to pull your boob you out want. in public and whatever. But no, no. I mean, it's obviously not better. I mean, breast milk would be better. But it was funny to watch, uh, and and that's happened a couple times where people got defensive about something like that, and they say, "Well, my kid turned out fine. You know, I gave him this, and they turned out just fine." And I want to go. Well, is that what you were going for? Just fine, <laughs> you know. Okay, yeah. Are you happy so, that your kid is just fine? I, I kinda, you don't know what he would have been or she would have been if you didn't it's feed so, him paint chips, you know, <laughs> or smoke in the house or smoke whatever, you know. It's oh. so, it's it's so funny. I had a guy. I was. This is kind of a similar situation. I was working. I don't know. It's probably six or seven years ago, and I've been. At the time, the people we were working for, the our client or whatever, well, I'll just say the Enbridge Pipelines, um, they're they're huge on safety. Like they will not tolerate any injuries. They will not tolerate any deaths on the job. They're very, they're pretty much have a mandate that 
any accident is has to get reported and is well, preventable. Every single accident is preventable, and they will not tolerate. Like it's it's a it's almost like a what do you call it? a culture? Yeah. Like so. Anyway, we we've been used to that for probably ten or fifteen years now. Like we're just used to it. Like I remember when yourself for like well, to that I standard first started with with them. You know, it was kind of relaxed, right? Yeah. And they're like, oh, you got to put guards on your grinders. And, you know, pipeliners are kind of cowboys, you know, like welders. And you're like, we can't use this grinder with a guard, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, so then they made us do it. And it was like pulling teeth. You know how stubborn I am. <laughs> or, you know, how I, stubborn I can be. And, you know, you start doing it. And, and then you, you kind of learn. You're like, you start to adapt to different things and how to use tools even. Yeah. Right? So they're like. So, so about, oh, geez, I can do it like this. So about five years ago, we had a guy we were working with down, he was from, I don't know, Wyoming or something. And he was a welder's helper. And like, I, I, guys like this, I shouldn't, you know. He wouldn't follow the rules or what? Well, he he got his grinder out and, and like, so he was running his grinder with no guard on it, you know. And I said, hey, put a guard on it. You know, when I say that, like, that's exactly how I say it. I'm like, hey, go put a guard on that grinder. Yeah, I'm not going to yell at yeah. you to get my point across. Yeah, I just say, go, go, go put a guard on. And the bad, the shitty thing is the guy wouldn't, he just acted like I didn't even say it, right? So, like, <laughs> and how this falls into, like, replacers, like, yeah. openness and willingness to read up and, and, and do your research and, and you go into things with an open mind. So, anyways, the guy, the guy, I, I, so I told him again the next day, I said, if I see you without a guard on that grinder, I said, you're done. You're done. I, 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 we can't, and I don't even think I was his boss at the time. I was yep. just a welder out there and yep. he was helping a welder that was working next <laughs> to me. You know, I said, you're done. You're, you're, you're out of here. You're, I, I'm not going to tolerate it. Yeah. He said, well, I don't know how many pipeline jobs you've been on, but I've never been on one where we needed to have a guard. And I'm like, dude, it's like 2015 or 14 at the time. Right. Yep. So like hard hats and safety vests and like this, all, all this shit's been around for like five or 10 years, you know, like. So I guess, you know, the whole moral of the story is, you know, when it comes to, you know, I guess adapting and doing your research and, you know, maybe just it's, it's I, you know, like how, how your grandma was like, you know. We didn't know better. <laughs> right. So she got a little defensive. Yeah. You know, I, I know, I know. It's like grandma wasn't talking shit about you, but. I met a guy. So when I learned my lesson. This is, this is, everything's got to be taught in blood, it seems like. Yeah, so absolutely. I, about 2004 or five, I was working in a big Magellan tank farm down in Kansas City. And I had an inspector out there, and I knew why he was inspecting. He used to be a welder, and he was using one of them little zip wheels, we call them. It's just a thin little metabo fiber disc, mm-hmm. and you can cut right through a weld with it. You know, it goes on a grinder. Oh, and you can inspect the inside well, of the weld with it yeah, kind of, or, or you what? can use it as a tool to get into that weld and maybe rerun, re-weld Oh, it's cut pretty, a chunk out that very isn't precise. good. And, yeah. yeah, so if you got an eight-inch piece of pipe, or, or you can cut all the way back through it and rerun that root pass. You know, oh, get wow. in there. And anyways, it's kind of like, honestly, it's like doing dental work. It's almost, like a little you know? Dremel tool. Yeah, kind of, yeah. And uh, he had one of those zip discs. So he, you know, a lot of, back then, I, I wore what was called a pancake hood. And it was just, it was almost like a pair of goggles with a, with a shield, you know, um, kind of strapped to it or it looks almost homemade mm-hmm. and then we but we they didn't they, they didn't have you couldn't get safety glasses under them yeah so a lot of welders it was very very common for welders to be running that zip disc with essentially no eye protection at all because they would flip their hood up put it on their head and then it'd have no eye protection yeah right? well the most gas companies now make you wear what's called double eye protection which yeah. is a pair of safety glasses and your welding hood mm-hmm. so because you always flip your welding hood up yeah, when you that was a big thing to too. inspect once you've done your weld, yeah, right? Yeah, and that was a very difficult thing to adapt to, too, was that double eye protection thing, too. <laughs> Anyways, this guy was completely missing an eye. So I was running a zip wheel. And, and he like, wasn't wearing any. Right, so. And he only had one eye left. Yeah, and he was a welding inspector, so he couldn't weld anymore. You know, so I thought, holy shit, he lost his livelihood. He had to go oh, inspecting. Oh, the inspector, not the guy. Yeah, he yeah. lost his livelihood. He had to go inspecting because it's hard to weld with one eye. Yeah, you, you know, no depth perception. So anyways, like that hit pretty deep with me. It, you know, I mean, it just that that kind of meeting that kind of person makes you adapt pretty quickly. Yeah, and also, you know, like when you do get pushed back on, like the guy saying, I've never had to use a guard on my grinder, then it's like, you get just mad a little bit and it's like dude i wasn't this wasn't an option i'm not it's, at, yeah it's it wasn't zero option. This, 
this isn't a conversation. Yes, exactly. Okay? I used to love saying that. This isn't a conversation. This is not a discussion. Okay. Put your safety glasses on. Use and we just, uh, I mean, we'd cut rebar or concrete. My boss at our, <laughs> uh, no, I got to laugh about this because, oh man. So, I mean, we would always kind of try to push for the guys to wear their safety glasses and certain jobs. Yeah. When you use our big saw to cut through concrete or, or metal or rebar, or yeah, you got to use like wear a face shield and. I mean, you're supposed to have boots on and whatever, but it, for sure, face shield for it. And, oh, man, any earplugs. And it would just kind of blow my mind that guys would just cut with this. It's so loud. And not wear earplugs. I'm like, dude, put your earplugs in. You got to wear earplugs and, yeah, concrete cutting saw. And you got to wear your safety glasses. And I come back like 20 minutes later, and I'm like, hand him fucking earplugs and I have to stand there and wait till he put them in. It's like, dude, why is this even a question? You can't hear. When I come up to tell you to wear earplugs, you can't hear what I'm saying because it's so loud. And then, <laughs> yeah, so I and I I actually did have a saw once kickback, kind of like uh, it, they bite. Concrete bind. saw? Yep. Same thing that, same one that happened to, happened yeah. to our boss. And, uh, and it kicked out of a wall on me. I was cutting a window through a basement foundation to make a, you know, an egress window or basement window and right at the last second same thing you're supposed to do with a chainsaw and whatever it's really similar to chainsaw never let up or never loosen your grip or never relax even right at the end because you don't know what will happen and I did and that thing jumped it kicked itself out of the wall it missed my face and it hit me in the shoulder and it's a funny blade it's not like a chainsaw it's like a diamond grinding blade kind of so it, it cut my shirt and it cut my shoulder for like about a six inch stripe but really just looks like it really got like worn down not a clean cut like a grinder cut and so i learned my lesson then and about two years later our boss came and he didn't he didn't really do any shit like this very often and he's kind of clumsy and so we would always take the saw from him if he was ever gonna do it which you should from your boss anyway yep, yep. but um uh, he was going to go make a cut and in a town whatever half an hour away and he said you well you want you want me to come or whatever no i got it i got it sure as shit i mean he split his face wide open he did this same thing i did and but no face shield and whatever and it kicked out of the wall and it hit him square in the middle of the face and it was gross i mean it split his lips wide open like i mean it, down his nose lucky saved his eye and mm-hmm. it was yeah, just he like, didn't get any long-term injuries from it did he no they did a really good job stitching him up i yeah. mean his face was fucked up he had to drink lick you know he couldn't use his mouth really because there's so many stitches and his lips were split apart and so yeah i had to drink freaking shakes for two months and well it's kind of funny but yeah it's i mean it can happen to anybody even the boss you know when you just relax for one second and you don't really realize all of a sudden boom too late it's kind of funny when when you work in an industry like the pipeline where they're probably prob you know I would say they're top tier as far as safety because they have to be yeah they know? have to be they're forced um, to be yeah they would love not to be well exactly <laughs> no. but they have to be because they're liable for so much stuff you know yeah. and you know but that culture crosses over into the farm and everything but one thing I will say is that there I've had injuries to my ears from welding my brother really used to preach to wear earplugs when you're welding but I hated wearing earplugs when I was welding because it, it's nothing worse than having a hood down and, and then, you know, looking at welding all day and then you can't hear anything around you, right? Like it's, you're kind of just in a, like you're in a cave. Kind of <laughs> like, like you're kind of in a, in, in the twilight zone and you have to, when you're welding on a pipeline, I mean, you got it. You should be aware of what's around you because a lot of times you're welding on a mile long stretch of pipe above ground. You know, somebody on the other end, a half mile away, might bump into that pipe or set it wrong on some skids, and it could come off the skids. And typically, you could hear it coming off like a big spaghetti noodle. Yeah, and and it, it's loud, and skids are flying. It's happened before. We've had skids come out and are the what hold it up above oh, the yeah, ground? Yeah, exactly. And you might be laying on your on the ground, welding the bottom of it at the yeah. time, and you want to be able to hear what's around you. And I think it's more of a comfort zone type of thing. Um, so, anyways, then what do you get? Sparks in your ears? So I have so. Um, I used to be really bad about it because I, I, I don't know why. Because I, I, you're stubborn. 
Exactly. So <laughs> I know a lot of old timers. A lot of old timers would put cotton in their ears. Yeah. Because it's not quite as restrictive, you, you know, for hearing. At least stop. But it'll stop. The spark. Yes. I never did that either. So <laughs> I went to get an MRI about five years ago. On my, I was having some problems, and I had to get out of the MRI machine because it was starting. The magnet was pulling metal around in my ear. In my what? Yeah, in my left ear. Yep. They could see that? Yeah. So then about three. Or you could feel it. I could feel it burning. Wow. Damn near in my jawline, right down here, but near, between my neck and my jawline. Yeah. So it's down past my eardrum. Damn. Because I, I a lot of times if you catch a, it's called catching a spark. Yeah. If you catch a spark, you, a lot of times you can hear it sizzling in your ear, sizzling yeah. the earwax. Yeah. Um, and so then Jeez. I went to the doctor for, I have some knee issues from when I was in the service and then welding and whatever. So I was doctoring. So I, I told the knee specialist, I said, I can't do an MRI. He said, well, I think we've got a machine that you can do it. And they've got this little circular thing that you can stick your, just your knee in, mm-hmm. you know, but the magnets, the problem is the fricking magnets in that thing are more powerful than the ones that are actually in the big MRI machines. So they turn that one on and it sucked that thing no, right out the, your face. The problem is I went into that one and I had to hit the button. They're like, what's going on? I said, I, this thing is in my head, like my ear, you know? So anyways, it's frustrating. And so then they, uh, the problem was, is I went back into his examination room. I said, I can't, we can't, I said, we can't do this. I said, it hurts way too bad. Well, I went to go lay on the bed and I, and the room started spinning around. Well, they moved, that thing moved in. So apparently there's a bone in your ear that helps balance. Mm-hmm. And I've, now I've got a piece of slag hanging around that bone, moving around. Because, <laughs> like, even last night I was laying in bed, and I turned my head a certain way, and the room just co- flips completely upside down on me. Vertigo. So, yes. Yeah, so that, well, that's you know, sketchy. word of the wise, when your older well, brother. you're driving. I know, right? Yeah. It's so only how do you when get I, it it's, out? It's only when I'm laying down. When, okay. So my doctor said we could get it out, but it'd be really, really invasive because they'd have to go into my inner ear canal. Yeah. From the outside, from like pretty much the jawline. Yeah, peel the side of your peel face the, open. Yeah, peel the, like the side of my neck and face. They said it's pretty risky surgery. Yeah. And they'd have to go in and they're not sure they'd be able to get all of it. Yeah. You we don't know. even know if there's one piece or six pieces or what. Or can and, they see it in a... Um, in an x-ray. X-ray, you can see little I, particles. I'm guessing... I think if, your body would eat I know, eat iron, that, right? right? Steel. It should. Huh. Because there is, there is copper and like stuff in your blood. You'd think it would... Yeah, I mean, but I mean, if you get a sliver or even a metal sliver, I mean, I think you'd get infected. And yeah, the body over does like, it. Over like it. a year, I mean, it would just disappear. Or they say that, I don't know. I've always heard that, you know, you break your, f- maybe that was a lie. I heard it first when fishing as a kid, you know, lose your hook and I felt bad. I'm like, well, now that fish is going to swim around with a hook in his mouth forever, you know? And, uh, and then you know, dad my dad told you. me, no, they'll, you know, it'll dissolve out and the hook will fall out and it'll be all right. I've heard that, but I don't know if it's true, but yeah. So, you know, PPE is to me is once again, I'm, you know, I'm stubborn just based off of conversations we've had <laughs> on, on the show. Um, you got slag in your eardrum. Yeah. That's not cool. Vertigo isn't cool. Well, well what's kind of scary about it is like, say down the road i get an illness that's you know they're trying to cure it you know and they're like the only way we can really nail this down like what's wrong with you is we need to get an mri done and i'll be like hopefully a ct scan's gonna cut the mustard because i can't get a fucking mri i need like nine painkillers and then give me that well yeah the problem is those magnets are so powerful in that mri machine they could literally pull right through your jawline or out your ear yeah maybe you just need to lay in there for like half an hour the problem is they don't hey, just you know start I, bleeding out your ear do you know what i've been told is they don't know what direction it could go it could go all the way through my brain damn well you should not you, you should put the magnet on the side of your ear not on the back of your head then <laughs> <laughs> or on the other don't, opposite don't ear. sit on a hey, magnet. If, if you, you got, sit on a magnet, it's going to go down through your throat right out so your So if the asshole. slag's in your left ear, yeah. put that fucking magnet by your right ear. Yeah. Just clean pull it, it all. <laughs> pull it all the way through. You know? <laughs> Just a bunch of mush coming oh, up. Wow, man. You never know, man. Just I got like crazy magnet magnet tricks. We talked about magnet tricks on the one episode, too, about a guy shooting a little 
Steely Marble with Magnet. Was that last episode? Yeah, probably. The last episode was a rant and rave. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, so it, things are going pretty good. We're getting into the shop house now, and, you know, the wife's got it all painted up, and, you know, uh, they finished. The carpenter moved out of there today, I believe. Heck, yeah. When are you out of your rental then? Um, next week or something? Or you got it for the so next month or something? We're still waiting on, let's see, we've got two bathroom sinks that have to get, they got to get, they're shipped. I think they're just, they got to get here. Yeah. We've got a stove, but I think we can move in probably within the next week. Nice. Um, She's, she's going to go in there and she's got a clean, like it's, you know, dust from construction and stuff. Oh yeah. She's going to do, go in there and start cleaning the heck out of it tomorrow and I just got yelled at for when I remodeled our bedroom for. How'd that go for you? Went good. Looks good. Is it man. done? Yep. Yep. It's done. We don't have closet doors, but I don't want to put them up. But my wife wants these big rolling doors. But speaking whatever. of closets, she'll she'll win. She like she wants barn doors. Uh, you know, like the new things, like the yeah, kind of like a barn door hanging on a big on the top. iron. Yeah. yeah. We have. T- I think roller. we have. But I need like three wide. My opening's like almost eleven feet wide. So we have two of those in that new house. Um. So I will tell you that um, what I'm not good at is, so, you know, of course the carpenter comes in and they, this guy that we hired, he, he did everything, drywall and, and pretty mm-hmm. much everything. He even helped her paint. And, um, but one thing that he, you know, he's not going to go in and put shelves in. Anyway, he's not going to come put shelves in the closets, you know, for like clothes racks and stuff. Yeah. So... I, I mean, in, he will. So Teal was he like... He will for well, the right yeah, price. he will, exactly. <laughs> so Teal's like... Uh, you know, I've got all this closet and I, I, I hate closet work. Like, yeah, absolutely. I just did it. my closet. Well, what she did though is she just, she actually kind of ordered like 80% of the stuff right from the, the, the lumber yard or whatever building supply, kind of like pre-cut and stuff. Right. Yeah. Like she just went and measured and she's, she's pretty good that way. And I went in there and I'll tell you what, the most difficult. Set the Legos together. Kind of, but the most difficult fucking frustrating thing that I ran into was I had this cheap piece of shit stud finder from Walmart or something. <laughs> and it would have went just abs. I don't have a problem getting stuff level and true and measuring and reading a tape. Like, you do all that shit on the pipeline. Yeah, like, we yeah. do a lot of fabrication stuff. But to find them studs behind the sheetrock. Dude, it is so frustrating. And like, <laughs> and then the pre-drilling. Like, pre-drilling and taking it down. and doing. Like, I feel like you're doing shit like three times in carpentry. Yeah, I wouldn't. I didn't do it. I just uh, took a nail gun and just tacked... I did like, yeah, I'll show you my closet, man. It took me a day and it looks legit, but it's all just one by 12 pine boards tacked together. I made like a shoe shelf for my wife. Did you check for studs at all or no? Yeah. Did you just start whaling them in there? No, you got to check for studs. Did you use a finish nailer of some sort? Yep. Yeah. Finish nail. See, we use screws and I pre-drilled them and I I just flushed the screws. Oh, that's, that's fancy. That's a lot of extra work. <laughs> That's a lot of extra like, work when you could have just went tack, 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 pop, 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 pop. Yeah, I guess you're good. right. Good. Good. So I mean, have- you got to put, you got to screw your closet hardware to a stud to put your hand, pole and your shelf Because on. you're going to have 50, you're gonna have 100 pounds on there. Yeah, more than that. And then your kid might fucking pull on a shirt or whatever and pull the fucking thing yeah, down I built, on them. So. I built them pretty, we built them pretty heavy duty, but, there you go. Um, you know, th- but it's frustrating because now I look in there and I can see like a couple of them. I pulled, crooked? well, no, they're perfectly straight, but where the screws are pisses me off because I, I, one of them I took out and then I went and found the stud and just left the screw hole there. Yeah. And she goes, well, I'll just, she's got whatever. Yeah. What, is, what is it? Putty? Yep. She'll just putty over it and paint yep. it quick and touch it up. Yep. And but there's I just got to the point where I felt like I fucking got into the sheetrock with no stud and I just left it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because it just I get so mad. Yeah, but as long as you put another one that finds the stud, I did, I did, yeah, you, I did. Then that. you can leave the other one, but now you're well, right, pissed because you got that extra exactly. screw there staring at you. Because it's not uniform to the other side. No, right. So that, that's kind so of. So I'm like putting screws in the other side just because. <laughs> You matched it on the other side. (laughs) Fucking Fucking just solid screws the whole way around, you know, both two inches apart. Uh, Looks like a studded belt. (laughs) Yeah, so anyway, but they turned out really good. So what I like to do when I do a So now you can put that on your resume. Closet. (laughs) Builder. Organizer. Yeah, so so anyway, we got the kids' closets done, and then I got we still got to do our closet. 
And then we've got a walk-in closet and that fucking pantry that I got to do. Mm. So it's going to be... All the shelves in you being... Yes, and the pantry's a big deal. You know, that's a big project. That'll be a day. For sure a day. Yeah, you so... you have a saw? <sighs> you got no, a chop saw? Fuck, no, I don't. Yeah, there you go. You'll have to borrow mine. Chop saw. I don't even have a skill saw anymore. I... I Dude, I have any steelworking tool you would ever dream of. Yeah, you're in a different industry, not carpentry. Yeah, I mean, I've got portaband, I got plasma cutter, I got wire feed welder, I've got a stick welder, I've got engine drive, <laughs> I got don't, air compressors. I don't have a nail gun. I do not own a nail gun, no. Do you own a nail gun? Yes, you can borrow my nail gun and my air compressor, and I'll even fucking give you some wood glue if you need it. Dude, I, here's the thing, my <laughs> wife would be like, brat. Don't give him this shit. He's going to fuck it all up. He's going to shoot himself in the toe. Oh, man. That, that reminds me. One time. Um, so this is my extent of carpentry, right? So about 15 years ago, 10 years ago, is, you know, Blair and my brother and me were out building a deer stand in my brother's shop. What time is it? You, we got to get rolling, don't we? Pretty Just soon. let me tell this funny story one yep. day. So my brother is getting all rammy, right? Like so we took this, this old piece of shit platform that we got off somewhere and it was made out of wood right it was like a deck yeah and my brother's like let's make a deer stand out of it <laughs> and it was like 12 by 12 right oh, so wow huge yeah like a deer stand like something you hunt deer out of so anyways i was like yeah fucking sweet you know we'll have a heated deer stand so we like made it out of two by fours and like insulated it and went to we were making good money on the pipeline at the time i think we went right to the fucking bought real windows for it and everything you know <laughs> anyways so we were like framing it and shit my brother was getting all crazy you know fucking like he does and he was he's kind of done a little bit of everything you know yeah. he's, he's done carpentry too and he was like hanging his hand up and we were putting a stud up and the fucker he he was just going hog wild with the nail gun yeah and he had a pair of those finger gloves on like fucking they used to be ironclad finger gloves yeah and he fucking he was doosh, 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 putting nails in all of a sudden boosh, and he goes yeah you know he started screaming yeah. rips his hand out his fucking gloves Fucking stuck, stuck up. up there, and he he ripped his the nail like the nail went through his hand, and then he ripped the nail out of his hand, and his gloves stayed up there. Oh my god, <laughs> your brother is savage, man. Your brother's savage. You should have never, if you put that up as a deer stand, that glove should still be there. I, know. I hope it is. I remember the color of the glove. It was I like lime green, with blood in it and everything. Yeah. And Blair and I were just that standing. happens. That, that happens to the carpenters because you're trying to hold the other side of the board and keep it square, and you got it. Soon as same thing as our industries, you know, you just one lapse of judgment or look away or poof, ah, oh, through my finger. Yeah, and now I'm stuck to the board. Dang, dude. <laughs> what was, it was like? I think it was like through the the web of the finger or something. But anyway, like Blair and I just kind of looked at each other. And we, look, we like, looked up, and the glove was, like, nailed up there. <laughs> and we were just like, that's that's pretty good. That's you know, pretty like, legit. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> God. So, anyway, well, it was a good podcast here tonight. Um, yeah, we're going to wrap it up. We want to let everybody know we didn't break up. We've just been busy. We're going to try to get back to you here, I don't know, again next week. We'll see if we can make it happen. Yeah, um, th but, there's absolutely no worries about us, uh, you know, going anywhere we're we're try we're just trying hard to manage um the rest of our lives well the rest of our lives and i think things are really <sighs> firing off after covid here kind of it seems like and then the springs here you know so we find ourselves naturally just getting busy so you can hear my fucking nose cracking that is so disgusting Ugh. doesn't hurt though but i can hear it throughout my head it doesn't hurt i mean it doesn't feel good but i mean it doesn't feel like bones moving like i think it was did you know that you could potentially have to maybe go in and get that like you know surgery on it yeah i think i'm all right i was snorting stuff the other night and it went up just fine oh for god's sakes you're full of shit <laughs> i'm full of shit but no i can breathe fine and whatever <laughs> so yeah this should be all right but yeah we'll come back at you next week we gotta get to old timers hockey here uh northern minnesota style See how it goes. Hopefully, I don't get smacked in the face again tonight. But uh, just lay back. What do they call that? Um, when you're kind of just hanging, <laughs> just back. cherry picking, cherry picking, um, floater, floater. I'm all time floater. Old time hockey doesn't have positions. You're just all. Everybody's all time floater. So anyway, that's enough of our uh, BSing for tonight. It was just a little bit of us catching up, and you know we'll be back with you next week. So everybody, stay peaceful to one another.